This is Michelle. And we are missing our third Megan, but she is here in spirit. And this is still Deep Romans. Yay. Hi. What's up? Nothing. What's up? With I you? just saw you. <laughs> I just saw you like not that long ago. I feel like I'm like, um, nothing happened since I saw you two hours ago. Doesn't uh, matter. I do we have a drink. Something to talk about. <laughs> I do have a drink now, though. Oh, which makes life better. So do I. I'm going through um for uh for my daughter my daughter just had a birthday party and for her birthday party we just like to buy like random assortments of beverageinos so that yeah. people can have what they like um and we had modello and so i oh. just decided why See, not that's what happens you always buy like the cheap beer so you can have like quantity for when yeah. the people come over there's also like the people who don't enjoy like a good beer and they yeah. need like the basics well, what's your definition of a good beer though i think we have to be careful because our counterpart who's not here tonight would say a good beer is, is miller, miller light, light. <laughs> and see and that's how we know she's here in spirit because i yeah. was like well miller net light's not a good beer but i'm not gonna fucking hate on it today <laughs> but it's trash well she's she's not here but so Sorry, we can hate thanks. on it for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it's trash. Sorry, she's not here to defend herself. I mean, listen, um, I used to like slug down some Miller Lights when I was like 22, but now for sure. Yeah, now I can't. I just so can't get into it. Today I'm drinking um a camp campfire flannel. Um it's from That's a pretty can. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's from Tangled Roots. It's a brewery out in Ottawa. Um, we stopped there, we went hiking at Starved Rock like over the weekend yeah and so on the way home you pass ottawa and it's like this little small town that actually has like a really good coffee shop and this tangled roots place is and there another ottawa in the united states that like is a big ottawa in in the united states probs but there's not one that's like ottawa north dakota that's like a big ottawa uh, i don't know you're not sure i only know about ottawa illinois <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah no i do know ottawa but i feel like there's i don't know what i'm thinking of Omaha? That would be embarrassing. That's not what I'm thinking of. Omaha, Nebraska, <laughs> birthplace of Connor Oberst, the <laughs> seminal artist of emo music. Yeah, oh, sure, maybe. Who, who who is the person? Connor Oberst. Who's that? Stop. Don't upset me today. <laughs> the the goal is not to upset you. The goal is to ask who that person is. He's I, is there a, what the band? core member of Bright Eyes? Okay. Oh, I need to keep going. <laughs> well, no. I mean, I know who that is, but like. I just, I don't, like, if you said, uh -huh. gun to my head, uh -huh. draw me a picture of Connor. Over oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> From Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I couldn't do it. Lineup of six men, couldn't do it. Okay, but to be clear, when I say seminal artist in emo music, you could probably guess if you were given six men, you could probably pick out the man who looked like he's the emo music does man. he still look like that does he still have that a hundred percent yes really even like 20 years later yes i saw the man play last year still the same connor black hair still drunk all the time great no no changes a flannel ripped jeans good for it. him good for yeah. him great well, piano now that you've painted that picture i think Maybe I would do a better job. I think of you'd. Out. I think you'd figure it out. I think you'd still be like, can't. Yeah, that one's pants are pretty tight <laughs> and a little bit low. And <laughs> are those and women's pants? They definitely are from American Eagle female section. <laughs> <laughs> well, he know the man knows quality. Yeah, 
fair. That's so fair. Uh, oh, already like a really good derailment. Now I know what my topic is going to be one day. Next time, emo bands of the early 2000s. Well, I don't know. Do you want to go like stop? What's That's wrong pop with punk, punk, you fuck. No, no, no. <laughs> I am not going to talk about music with you because you're just going to get me angry. I'm gaslighting you. I'm gaslighting you. I'm doing it on purpose. <laughs> I don't know when you're being honest and when you're not. I, I have a really hard time telling when you're when you're trying to trigger me and when you truly don't know <laughs> usually when i have a giant smile on my face i'm trying to trigger you so i guess that's maybe a giveaway <laughs> it's always oh my god well that's fun how was your um how was your star rock trip did you see any cool things do any cool things um yeah, well we did like a little quick like four mile hike we did out from the visitor center to LaSalle canyon like little loop nice um i don't think we really saw anything specific. Yeah. Rich likes to complain. He goes, you go out in nature. There's no birds. You go in my backyard. There's eight different kinds of birds. We have goldfinches back there, Michelle. I'm like, I know we have goldfinches in the backyard. There's no goldfinches here. I said, no, we haven't even seen a hawk. I don't know. Oh, interesting. That's He's- weird. He gets very upset when he doesn't see birds out. Is he in a the birder? He, he's grown to be a birder. Yeah. He's yeah. into it. Yeah. I feel like that is something that happens to millennials in like their like mid to late 30s is you start like I have found myself just like walking around the neighborhood and being like, is that a woodpecker? And like yeah. can pick out their song. And that feels like embarrassing on a cellular level <laughs> and i don't so, know why we have like multiple different um sparrow families that fight in our backyard like th- so it's like a war zone actually it's inc- it's really scary um so zone. we have the ones that live in the birdhouse that have taken the birdhouse that we put out um we have one that lives in the gutters on our one side of the deck and then some that live in the gutters on the other side of the deck and they war like sometimes you go in the backyard and you're like, there's bloodshed. I oh my gosh. <laughs> Have you found like a dead carcass of a bird? Um, we've found <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh I don't know if it was another animal or if it was had to do with the war. It was a casualty. I don't know, unclear. But they will like scream at each other, they'll like dive bomb each other's houses. It's really wild. And he like knows which fucking sparrows live in each like now he'll be like oh that's the one from the birdhouse like i know that one wow that is intense he has all the dynamics of the of the said bird uh what would you call them nations <laughs> i don't know the united nations of birds yeah of they're sparrows. not united they're not they're united. not they are currently on strike with each other oh my god that is crazy that's so fun well that's good it was a nice weekend yeah. we are getting some sick weather here and yeah in the land of lincoln yeah um you can't just you can't get mad at like a 70 degree fall day that's can sunny. you though a little bit can you be like oh no the uh, you know ending. what <laughs> the postal service had some good lyrics now people can go swimming in october or whatever the fucking lyrics were you know Fair. what i'm talking about oh yeah i do i actually <laughs> actually oh, you I know do. that one <laughs> i do you do know thank you god. music thank god <laughs> i was about to get so mad um Um, yeah so his counterpart is a part of the postal service the guy who's in the postal service is also in death cab for cutie oh yeah well this is not an emo podcast so let's talk about something else all right fair (laughs) fine um yeah no my my baby girl turned two this weekend and we had a big old big old bash and it was so fun um i think one thing they don't tell you about 
little kids parties is how much work you have to do on the day um just to oh. like participate in <laughs> life um yeah or i guess i don't know some people some people do some people don't i'm i know that these little early birthdays are just for me and my memory but I want to have like all the fun pictures and the balloons and all the things. So we did that. And then I just kind of collapsed on Sunday and like rested all day. And then, um, yeah. And then her actual birthday though was we went to the zoo and had fun. Aww. So it was a nice fun weekend. Did you guys see the capybara at the zoo? We did not. And it was actually kind of a bummer because so much stuff is closed in the zoo by us. Mm. Even like the outdoor petting animals, even though it was like what? Six, it was like 60 degrees and they were like cleaning the cage. And it's like, can you not on the oh nice God, the day? The goats can handle. In November, they can handle a little dirt on their fucking hoof. Like, yeah, it's okay. They like it. Yeah. Probably they do. Probably they were like, stop did she feed the birds? The cage. She did feed the, the birds. Parakeets. Yeah. She had so much fun doing that. And like some, like they're, it's actually kind of crazy in there. They were like flying at us like yeah. nuts. It was crazy. Going back to birds again. Apparently, okay. So guys, this is a birder podcast. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> this is, okay, Megan's not here. We can talk about birds. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank God. Um, oh, my. Yeah. Because that's all that means. Get it out. Are- dying to talk about is birds. Get it out now. <laughs> you can't talk about it when she's here. So Goldfinches, robins, cardinals, uh, sparrow, uh, raven, eagle, hawk. crow. Ooh. <laughs> Just naming birds. She'd be like on the floor. <laughs> Maggie, we miss you. Um, I was going to do ravens as my topic and I was like, I better not. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> whenever, so interesting. Whenever someone says the phrase better not, um, I always think of the movie Pitch Perfect which I don't think we'll get in trouble for quoting a movie, probably, right? Um, But there's a part where, um, oh, God, what's her name? She calls herself Fat Amy, but what's her real name in real life? I don't know. The only person I know. She's the Australian actress. um, The only one I know is Adam Devine. Rebel Wilson? Rebel, no. Sounds right. I'd believe you. Let me look it up. Um, Yeah, Rebel Wilson. In there she goes, someone asks her to like kiss. And she says, sometimes I think I should do crystal meth. And then I go, "Mm, better not. (laughs) And it always makes me laugh whenever someone says better not. Because that's that's what I think of. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, hey, pal. What? uh, Who's talking tonight? It's not me. I I have a topic. I'm excited. Thank goodness. I think we're going to do just a, a, a one-off. Like, Michelle's going to take the fucking stage. Are you ready for this topic? I don't know. I'm kind of nervous. I Okay, I am a little bit bummed that Meg's not here because I think this might be the best topic that I've Thus ever done. Thus far? Yes. That oh, the- I will ever do. I think this is my peak. Are we talking about Alex Honnold? <laughs> I'm going to talk about the most elite athlete. No, you are not. In the world. No, you are not. His name is Alex Honnold. Are you really doing this or is this a replay? I'm doing it for real. Fucking kidding me. You are bananas. Okay. I'm not. It's probably a good thing Meg's not here. She'd be like, are you? fucking kidding me <laughs> she no. would log off immediately she <laughs> would just say bye I'm out. goodbye let's go bro listen so we teased it. it in episode eight i fucked around with you and you now around now you're finding find out, out. Yes. Here you- <laughs> fuck you That's here it is the name of the episode from fucking around to finding out <laughs> <laughs> and soloing el capitan yes <laughs> and soloing the rest of my life <laughs>
<laughs> oh my god. Alex okay. Donald. Let's go. <laughs> Started climbing it. What? I, I mean, I don't actually know anything about him other than he was in a movie free solo and he's I think a little bit nuts and needs to be medicated. Oh, he's not well, I don't know if he's medicated, but he's fine, I think. Okay. Totally normal. All right, tell me about him. That's well, not totally, but you know. <laughs> um <laughs> So he started climbing at the age of five. Okay. Um, he was born August 17th, 1985, I think. He was August 17th, 1985. <laughs> he is, uh, what, 30? That makes him 36 years old. 36, 37? 37. Um, yeah, it must have just turned 37. I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at math. Fine. That's okay. 37, 38, something like that. Yeah, ish. Um, so he was like, grew up in California, enrolled in University of California, Berkeley, and he was going to study civil engineering. Then he okay. said, you know what's cooler than civil engineering? Climbing. Okay. Love love it. Gotta do it. Did we just jump from five to college? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of things that happened in the last couple of years that I needed to like cut some shit out. We're going real um, in depth. Okay. No. Yeah. He he was a shy kid, grew up. The only thing he didn't like about climbing was that he had to ask for belay partners, mm -hmm. which is why he started soloing, because he doesn't oh. like to like talk to people to get belay partners so he's like so it's easier to solo might as well doesn't seem like the choice most people would make most people would go well this is uncomfortable but i don't want to die so i'm gonna ask someone to belay me well and he was like i think i could do it without i think i'll be fine and this is in college when he started doing this or after college? I don't know exactly when he started soloing, but he had been climbing for quite some time. Um, after dropping out of college, he mm -hmm. like did the van life thing, was like, you know what? Got to be a dirtbag. Um, lived in his van for a while. Mm -hmm. At one point, his van died and he literally like lived off his bike and in a tent, like really dirtbagging it. Mm. Um, and just kind of went along like that. So El Capitan is not the first time he's pre-soloed anything. Okay. He he built up to it, right? That makes okay. sense. Okay. So he was um relatively like not really a well-known climber, but then in 2007, he soloed in Yosemite Astroman and the Rostrum in one day. Um, which is something that back in the day a legendary climber Peter Croft had done. Um, so he does this and he's like immediately like well-known in the climbing community. I have a question. Yes. When did free soloing start? Like when did the first person go, I don't want the security of a rope and whatever those other things, a carabiner are like, when did the first person go, fuck this gear. I like that you knew what <clears throat> a carabiner was. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda. Is that the right term? I don't even yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I think it's hard to say. I mean, have, hasn't humans always been free soloing? Like, didn't like Native Americans probably like climb some shit and be like, All right. "Well, now I feel well, dumb." I'm just, I'm just asking. No, um, I mean, like that's totally fair. But like, <laughs> I guess I mean in the world within of, the like, sport of climbing, when it, within the sport of climbing, when did the first person go? I want to fuck around and find out, and like, find out, and then um, die. Hmm. I, I think pretty far back like i said this peter peter croft used to free solo like all the time like back and in the when 80s was and... he okay in the 80s okay yeah um he actually was like a quite well-known um free solo 
back in the day. Um, but yeah, so he soloed this um, these two routes in Yosemite, not on El Cap, obviously, but in another area. Um, and then come 2008, he went and he free soloed um, Moonlight Buttress, which is a 1200 foot 12D finger crack in Zion. What does a which, 12D finger crack mean? So a finger crack is what it sounds like. Like when you climb, it's like a small thin crack that you theoretically stick like your fingers in to like jam your like your fingers or like parts of your hand in. So if you think of like a very, very narrow crack. So typical I'm having chest pain. This is so <laughs> scary. And then the you kinda... idea that you would just it's just stick your fingers in there and hope to God. That you're training, but also <laughs> your sweat and everything doesn't just kill you. Or that there's not like a little tarantula in there. Is that an option? <laughs> you didn't even think about that option. Yeah, sure. Why not? I've been climbing and been like, fucking bug. Uh. I'm not. I can't. But I'm I so ropes, not. So I can let go if there's a tarantula. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not made for the outdoors. I asked Phil this question this morning. I was listening to another podcast and they asked the question like, "How long do you think you could survive outside as like a survivalist?" And I asked Phil, You're like twelve hours. His, <laughs> so, so his answer was as long as I needed to, which I believe. I believe that about Phil. I think he could make a fort. I think he could find and hunt animals. I think he could <laughs> forage for berries. Like I think he could live outside forever and then he said what do you think you could do 12 hours and i said maybe seven if i'm being honest i'll be uncomfortable and want to come back inside when did i eat yeah depends <laughs> when did i eat what's the temperature like do i have a blanket and like what is, is the nearest chair? yeah <laughs> when can i sit down <laughs> Fair. so yeah i i think i'd give myself like 24 hours 24 like, hours with nothing yeah with absolutely nothing no because water no thing. nothing I could probably manage to like find some water, deal with that. Uh, I'm not gonna be able to kill an animal to eat it. Why not? I, I would. I would just be like, look at this baby squirrel. It's so sweet. Oh my god, I can't kill it. Even though you're like starving. Yeah, I don't think I'd, I'd be like, fuck it, I'll just die. Oh wow, not even <laughs> a squirrel. Yeah, no, I don't think so. They're so cute. What do you mean, not even a squirrel? Oh no, I mean, I think that if it was down to like I'm gonna live or die, I would definitely snap a squirrel's neck. Like, easily. listen, you have already been in the house for like twelve hours. I so. absolutely have, but I'm just saying, if there was no option and it was I'm gonna either die or kill that squirrel, that squirrel's fucking dead. Now, uh, can I start a fire? No, but see, we'll I see can what start happens. a fire, so maybe you can. Oh, maybe we'll be on a animal. team then. I'll be yeah. your moral support and I'll cheer you on and I'll snap some squirrels next. Yeah. And then okay. I'll start the fire and make yeah. a tent and stuff. Great. Yeah. Great. Okay. So right. finger, a 12, 12D so finger stop. 12D grade of the climb. Okay. Climbing grades are like 5'5", five, 5'4", five, five, 5'5", five, five, easy. Um, depending on the area you're in, unless you're in some sandbag area, then it's not easy. That's a whole nother story. Um, like I climb like Five ten ish outside, depending on the area. That's uh, in like maybe like in Vegas, we'll say. Twelve um, D's fucking hard. I cannot climb twelve D. Uh, How did we go from five five or five ten to twelve D? I don't understand. So that. it goes five five, five six, uh, seven eight nine ten, and then after ten. So the old grading system only went up to five ten. That theoretically be the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. um, then modern climbing, better gear. 
new routes, new areas, um, theoretically like pushing grades higher. So anything after 10 is like 10A, B, C, D. So like basically four grades within the one Okay. Number. Okay. Thank you. Um, the highest, uh, I believe the hardest right now is 17. What is the hardest? Uh, I think it's V17 for a boulder and 15D. And what does the V stand for for a boulder? Um, that's a whole thing. That's that we're not going to get into. Yeah, different, we, totally we different. Um, five fifteen D is, I think, still the hardest. Okay. 15, yeah. Um. Well, maybe it's the I don't know. Bolted by Edamon. Well, we'll anyway, look it up after, and then we can regardless. It out. Um. But thirteen is some hard climbing. So well, basically it was 12, wasn't it? it? Well, okay, fine. 12D. 12D, hard climbing. That's okay. very technical. Okay. Um, and he's up there, no rope, right? So this ascent was actually reported on April 1st and everybody was just like, lol, April fools. That didn't happen. Oh. Um, so he posted it himself and everyone was like, LOL, no way. Well, yeah, because like theoretically in the climbing community, especially like um, pre like social media that we have now is you like you type in mountain projector on forums or whatever and be like, this is what I climbed in like these like small communities. And that's like how the word got out. Mm. And theoretically climbing is like honor based, like mm. you're up there by yourself. Same with boulders. Like you don't need a partner to boulder with. So theoretically, if you say I climbed V17, like people believe you. Yeah. Um, boulders try to like film it and stuff but you can't always film everything you do and whatever so in theory it's like honor system if you say you did it you did it and if you say you did it in the style you did it that's theoretically how you did it so wow okay i didn't um, know that so because if he's pre-soloing this he, no one's with him theoretically and he so, doesn't put, like a little camera on him um i don't know like in i guess in 2008 he could have but I think it's also one of those things that people don't do just to like do it for the like clout or whatever you would want to call it these days. Um, like you kind of just do it for yourself to yeah. be like, oh, I did it. And then whatever. Yeah. So I think it was kind of like a, well, if you're going to believe me, if not, cool, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, so but he did that April 1st, 2000. Climbing communities like, LOL, cool. What year? 2000 what? 2008. 2008. Oh, yeah. so he's a baby. He's bang. He's really young. Okay. Yeah. So people had known that he'd free soloed in Yosemite of those two routes, but this is like 1,200 feet of climbing. Okay. Um, and like quite a hard grade. So then um, later that year, he ended up free soloing um, the north face of Half Dome. I don't know any of those words or what that means. Is the other pretty, like, if you've seen a photo of Yosemite, like mm -hmm. Half Dome is like, Aside from El Capitan, like the most iconic like formation there. Okay, okay. Um, people are really into it. They usually climb up the back of it using the cables. It's like a very like common height to do. Um, so he climbed up the northwest face of it, which is two thousand two hundred feet of climbing. Um, since then, he's free soloed Half Dome multiple times. Oh my god! Oh Half yeah, Half Dome is insane. Yeah, it's beautiful. He climbed up that? Yes. With nothing on with, him? Just free soloed. It, uh, he's done a, like, a lot of link-ups with it now, too. 
where he's like done multiple peaks in a day. Wow, that's so crazy, dude. And how many feet is Half Dome? Did you say that? 2,200. And he did it in one day? Oh, yeah, yeah. I think a couple how many hours. hours? Couple. A couple of hours he yeah. went over 2,000 feet? Yes. Well, when you're not using He's ropes like a fucking doing spider the gear, monkey. You move quicker. That's crazy. How long would it take you to climb 2,000 feet? Oh, no. I've climbed 1,000 feet. It took me eight fucking hours. Get out okay. of town. That's. I mean, we were with three people. So, like, the more things you add into your system, the slower it goes. But um, we were out in Yosemite. We did like a thousand foot feet. And it was, I was dying. I was like, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. And yeah. he just like casually did double that. Wow. That's so crazy. Okay. All right. So that's in also in 2008 or that's yes. when? Okay. So he did so Moonlight Buttress and Half Dome in 2008. Okay. So now people in the climbing community are like, whoa, that's crazy, right? Yeah. And then we come to 2017, which puts him like on the absolute main mainstream app. Or I don't know why I said app. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> main mainstream. Um, he is he free solos El Capitan, and it is filmed for uh, director Jimmy Chin uh, made the movie Free Solo. Oh, okay. Which is probably yeah. what like if you don't know climbing, you say you know the movie Free Solo. That's like not what we do though. <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So in between 2008 and 2000, when was the movie made? 2017. 2017. He is a, I'm assuming, free soloing all the time. professional climber, like um, getting paid to climb theoretically, like getting sponsored and stuff. Um, he probably was soloing, just probably nothing that's like unless you like are going through these climbing forums and actually paying attention in that community that you're like noticing. Um, yes. Explain to me, I'm raising my hand for anybody who's listening at <laughs> home because I have a lot of questions. Um, explain to me getting paid to climb. Do you mean getting paid to go to an indoor place and climb something as fast as you can? Do you mean getting paid so, to do it outside? Is it different things? Yeah. I think especially now, um, I don't know what it was like in 2007, but especially now, now that climbing is a sport that's like been in the Olympics. Um, climbing is a sport in the Olympics? Yeah. Last Olympics, it was the for the first time it was a sport in the Olympics. No shit. That's so cool. Yeah. Um, but he like, so you can be a competition climber um, where you're like what you said, indoor climbing. Um it's usually like if you're a boulder competition climber, it's like this more like parkour -y, gymnastic y like different yeah. movement. Um, and then there's like people who do climb professionally, like theoretically outdoor climbing. Um, like they basically do stuff like this where they'll set records or like climb the nose as fast as they can or like do these remarkable like climbing feats um, okay. like emily harrington was the first she's a professional climber she like climbed el capitan free in a day now free climbing does not mean free soloing mm. free soloing climbing without a rope free climbing something means you are climbing you're putting gear in but you're not using what's called aid which is where you're like theoretically using pieces 
say there's like a couple, there's like these four moves, these four sequences that I can't do. And sometimes people will quote unquote aid past them where they like kind of jug up past it and then move on and climb the rest of the route. But um, like purists will say you didn't climb that and you didn't climb it free. You like aid climbed it. So aid climbing is not the same as the free climbing is like I did every single move from the bottom to the top without falling. If you fall in the middle of a pitch, you go back down to the bottom and you climb back up and you've done every single move, every single sequence from top to bottom. How do you know the, the sequences are on a rock? Um, I don't know that. I don't know. You, you kind of have to You just look for holds, feel it out, be like, yeah, right. But, yeah. but if you're if you're saying to me, you got to do this and all the sequences and all the things. My brain's going to go, well, what's the easiest fucking sequence? So what if that person wasn't using an aid? They were just trying to find an easier sequence. So that's different because me using another different part of the rock is different than me jugging up using my rope. Or Describe to me jugging up. I don't know what that like, means. Um, like pulling myself up on like another rope or like using gear to pull so myself completely up. completely skipping an area. Yes. Not using not the rock without aid from something from from an assist device right 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 and would that be this is a dumb question can you jug yourself up oh you could like have a rope thrown you can have your rope going up and just literally use the rope to pull up how where's your rope attached to um somebody theoretically climbed it before you um somebody who could climb it and then they you could follow them somebody that you're with or somebody from mountains past i would not use rope set on routes from mountains past <laughs> i wouldn't trust my life on a rope <laughs> from the mountain if the mountain gives me a rope i go i don't know what the core of that looks like <laughs> okay all right all right um but like theoretically when you're climbing when you're leading you're the one climbing you're the one putting the rope into each piece of gear as you go and higher that's already you put there gear in the 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 hammered in hole so it so it depends on what type of climbing you're doing sport climbing there's bolts in the wall you attach yourself to the bolt that's drilled into the wall and who put and those bolts in there somebody dropped the rope from above or climbed up to that point and they like literally use hand drills or power drills and like put the bolts in and that's legal to do to these big old beautiful it rocks? Depends on the area you're in and your ethics of the area. That's a very good question. The ethics of rock climbing and bolting. Yes. Thank There's you. There's people who disagree. Like in Yosemite, it was a big thing. People were coming in and bolting routes. Yeah, I and, think that's kind of shitty, honestly. Um, people would come in like the next day and chop bolts off routes. Well, but then I also kind of feel like, well, don't chop bolts off because it's already in there. You've already, already ruined. Now you're ruining already, more. Like you ruined the integrity of said rock. Yeah. Like, oh, so interesting. There was like um, certain routes in Yosemite that like people were bolting and it was like this huge thing. All right. Um, cool. Lots of drama in the valley. You yeah. could watch uh, Valley Uprising if you want more uh, details of the climbing history of Yosemite. It's pretty interesting. I I probably won't. Okay, fine. Then watch Free Solo. <laughs> it's fine. I have um, I have actually watched Free Solo. So did you? Mm -hmm. So and then traditional climbing is what people, what stone purists might call the best. Um, <laughs> it's stone where 
like yourself? <laughs> Maybe. Well, no, I'm not a trad climber. I can't claim that. I'm I'm a sport climber because I'm kind of a bitch. But isn't that what you um, call yourself in your Instagram bio? I am. I am a, a stone dep- purist. It depends on the the morals and the ethics of the <laughs> of the area. Um, because <sighs> traditional climbing would be like you're following a crack system up the wall, and you are putting your own gear in. You're putting cams that fit into this crack, and you put your rope into that. The scary thing to me about trad climbing is sometimes your gear pulls out and oh my if you God. didn't place it right, you're falling a lot further than you planned. Um, there's Has just that like ever a lot. Do you? Oh, I don't trad climb. You don't? I only sport what climb. What do you do? I sport climb. I go into the bolts. You go. You So you're happy that the bolts are in like I, these rocks in theory. Look, I love the bolts for the purposes of the climbing. I will say I've been in areas and been like, wow, you can see the bolts. Don't like that. Have you ever free soloed? No, no. Would no, you no. ever? No, 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 no. How much, how many feet would you free solo? Um, I probably, I think I would only consider myself a boulder. I'd probably go up like 30 feet. 30 feet. Okay. I think that's Which fair. is a boulder. That's, you I think survive you're. survive a 30 foot drop. Yeah. I think it's only technically free soloing. There's like a blurred line between a quote unquote highball boulder and like what turns into free solo. Like, I don't hmm. know if it's like 50 ish feet or something. I don't know. It depends on All the right. person. Cool. Anyway. All right. So tell me more about Alex. Yeah. So um, aside from his free solo achievements. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, we could talk more about free solo. How did you feel about free solo? Did you like the movie? Yeah, I think Alex Honnold is a little fucking weird. I'm not going to lie. Because he here's I don't want to say weird. That's the wrong word. He is. um, Maybe we can call him particular or um, intense in intense that's interesting he's intense in a very specific way right he's intense about climbing right but in but like to have the little i don't remember much from the movie i saw it when it came out in probably 2018 or whatever 2019 whenever it came out um but i think to have a van that has like the little finger pull up why would you have a i'm sorry why would you be a climber without having a fingerboard in your van i think that's that's fine i'm just saying like in your van like that's yes that's his home that was his house well that's the other thing too wasn't he like hangboard in my house are you gonna call me fucking particular maybe (laughs) maybe i will i i just thought he was i think he's an interesting character i think he is incredible at what he does i think that I also believe, though, that to be the most elite person in your sport, you have to be in the world. In the, the world, you have to be like kind of a little bit crazy, right? Yeah. You have to have that gene in you that goes like, I'm going to turn this to a 30 out of 10 and I'm yeah. going to make it a whole world and my whole personality like you have to be able to do that otherwise you won't climb well what's that El Capitan 15,000 feet or something oh that would be wild like three okay (laughs) (laughs) um Um, I think I do I, I agree with what you're saying I think it's also like his personality is very interesting to me because he's like both the most confident like comes off as obviously I don't know him in real life comes off as like one of the most confident people I've ever like heard speak, but also like one of the most humble too. Cause like 
he will in the same breath be like, yeah, I know. Like, I know I can do that. I know I'm safe. I know I won't die. I, I free solo and I know I'm not going to, I'm not scared because I know I'm not going to die. But then in the same breath, he's like, oh, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. It's just climbing, right? Like, that's just what it is. I don't know. It's just like, like hmm. a lot of his achievements. He's like, I mean, I guess it's just like, it's fine. But is that good or shouldn't you be like, I guess, I guess that's what's interesting is like, do I want someone who's so good at their stuff that's like, yeah, I'm the fucking tits, right? Like, who do you think, it, like, like if we're talking about LeBron James versus Michael Jordan, right? Okay, sure. You know, both elite in their own right. In their own era. In their own era. At some point, one of them was considered the best and the other one came along after. Um, wow. Okay. Interesting. It's like interesting how you're talking about time in reverse. <laughs> um, but I think that while, uh, and I might get flack for this, but like while a little bit bananas, I love that Michael Jordan was like, and I was the fucking best. And I was the fucking best, and I know it, and everybody fucking knows it. And See, like, I look don't at me. Like that. I like that because not not because I would ever want to like hang out with Michael Jordan or like be his friend, but I love the idea of someone being like, "Yeah, I'm fucking incredible. I'm the best, and there's nothing that you can say that's going to make me feel less than about myself." I think that I think that that very specifically about being like an elite athlete i feel like you have to have that uh, yeah. uh, like narcissism like that that bit of like narcissistic kind of trait in you that makes you go no no one's better than me i'm fucking i'm but the best but if you have that like little bit of like i don't know but I, maybe i could have done better does that like give you this like inspiration to keep achieving higher and higher things like maybe i mean i think that's a, a fair assessment but because like do you plateau earlier if you go you know what i am the fucking best do you like do you hit a plateau or, that maybe you didn't hit had you like not or do you just keep saying i love being the fucking best and i want to always be this way and i always want this glory so i'm always gonna work hard i think there's like i think it's too two stones i yeah. do agree he was he is super chill i feel like he's also just like a climber like he reminds me of you in that way of just like <laughs> you know you're always just like yeah figure it out like yeah bro you know blah, blah blah like i feel like that is also kind of like you do have to have that personality to like be in the climbing world um but i thought the movie was incredible i thought it was terrifying i mean watching so then i guess do you know too and now we're just talking about the movie Free Solo, but yeah, um, that's do fine. You, do you know, was the crew up there climbing with him? Were they like, were they climbing with him or were they so, being lifted up with a camera crew? So um, Jimmy Chin and most of the guys that were filming were all climbers. Um, actually, I think like he even talks about this in the film that he like specifically had like found these people that because he wanted people that he trusted and things like that to be up there with him. So a lot of times what they'll do is um, El Cap is one that you can hike to the top. Like I've hiked to the top of El Cap. Mm. Um, so you can hike to the top and what you can do is repel in, like they would set up what are called like static lines and then they can kind of like put themselves into position like, well, just basically sitting in their harness or whatever um, and set up for their shots. But a lot of the um, camera shots were also just like cameras that they kind of placed and like they're just shooting. 
um, mm-hmm. at certain, like, I think he was talking about, like, through the crux sequence, like, Alex didn't want people, like, filming him there because that would be, like, the most anxiety-inducing, like, area of it. So I think they just had, like, static cameras or, like, fixed cameras there. But then other parts where he was, like, more comfortable climbing and, like, felt more chill, those, they might have had people on, like, static lines or whatever. That's so crazy. I can't imagine watching someone do that from like and then be like hopefully he doesn't die while i'm could you imagine him. while i'm filming he just falls yeah and then isn't there like a jump in there that he has to do where he has oh, to like the karate jump across kick. something yes that's the that's one of the crux sequences yeah the boulder problem i don't know what to do i mean like watching that and like <laughs> and he was up so high when that happened oh yeah like if you don't perfectly do it you did. You're gonna die. Yeah. Because it's that's... like a flat piece of rock. Oh yeah, you're gonna nothing's catching you. No, absolutely not. Also, wow. I don't know if you want something to like I don't know if you want to be alive if you were gonna fall. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's very true. Absolutely. Um, but Jimmy going back to Jimmy Chin, I he's a fantastic director. Great, great. Oh, yeah, the great movie was the movie was incredible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He's shot a few movies that are just stunning, and he also has um, a a TV show that Alex Honnold did a one with like an episode with him. Um, it's called The Edge of the Unknown, and he's just a really fantastic like storyteller. He's a good cinematographer. Like it's stunning footage. So um, you should watch that. It's really good. Um, okay, maybe I will. But aside from his free soloing, because we don't—that's not all Alex Honnold does. Okay. Okay. What else does he do? All day. <laughs> he. Okay. This is this is also free soloing. I'm sorry. He's also an endurance athlete. Check okay. this out. Okay. He put together. Well, so him and his friend Tommy Codwell. Do you know Tommy Codwell? Also a professional no. climber from Estes no. Park. No. Okay, great. He climbed the Dawn Wall, which is the hardest route on El Capitan on the other side of the wall. Great. Also a good movie. Um, he's like an incredible climber. Um, but he, him and Alex are like friends. Like I think Tommy was kind of like an idol to Alex when he was growing up and the, like now they're buds, which is kind of fun. Um, but they did this push where they um it was in 2021 um codwell put together the continental divide ultimate link up which it was like kind of in his backyard of estes park um he they summited 17 peaks over 30 miles in colorado and they included 11 classic climbing routes um with difficulty up to 11 minus um this and that estimated elevation gain was 20,000 feet. Damn, that's so, crazy. Yeah, him and um Tommy did this um link up together. I and the, it's pronounced cuddle. It's C D U L. Um mm-hmm. but basically there was like one time where they were like cuddling up to warm up because they kind of like descended into the mountains and they were like only wearing shorts and they got like really cold because of the elevation change and everything. Um so they were they were being little cuddle buddies when they were up there. So it's <laughs> called the cuddle. Um, Tommy and Alex have uh, set records on El Cap. They've climbed the nose, which is like the most predominant 
Did you Google a picture of Al Capitan? Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So that that like point right at the tip. Yeah. Of what the nose is. Um, that they climbed that. They hold the speed record for that for climbing it in one hour, fifteen minutes, and seven seconds. Oh the my god! Mountain, and they were on ropes when they did that, so it's yeah. even more impressive. Yeah. Wow. So him and Tommy do a lot together. Um, so after they did the the cuddle link up, um, Alex was inspired and he put together the Hurt, which is the Honold Ultimate Red Rock Traverse. Um, and this is like a really, really epic endurance thing, which I think like didn't really get talked about because it's not soloing El Capitan, but it's like super cool. Um, it's 35 miles, 23 summits. He climbed 14 classic routes, um, with two, 24,000 feet of elevation gain. He did it in one push and it took him 32 hours. Oh my God. <laughs> so he just like, so he lives in Vegas. Did he sleep right? in a bivy? No, he didn't sleep. He just went for 32 hours. One push. Yes. He, That's, he was again. Just, that type of brain to be like, I'm going to do this for kind of nothing. Like I would need someone to be like for a million dollars. And I'd be like, okay, that sounds great. I don't I know. Try. I don't know if I could do that for a million dollars. No, I mean, I definitely couldn't you, I think you could, <laughs> but I'm just like, that I climbed two of the routes that are in this. And it both times I felt like this is it. This is where I died. <laughs> really? Yes. Wow. So Red Rock, it's my favorite place to climb. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. Aztec sandstone. It's hard, nice, grippy sandstone. It's beautiful. There's iron deposits everywhere. So you get these beautiful strips of like this like deep, like different shades of red and orange. It's really, really beautiful. Um, but he so he started the um he started the traverse on tunnel vision, which I've climbed the route just kind of to the right of it uh, called pure willing pillar. So it's like super similar climb, but it's not a classic route because what you need to know about the classic routes is they're classic for a reason. Everyone's on them. So I like to climb the non-classic routes because there's no one on them. Yep. Um, so we were a couple routes over. We climbed that again. It was like a lot of climbing. It was a thousand feet. It, fucking hurt the getting down like the canyoneering down was like awful like we got up when the sun was coming up and we got back to the car when it was getting dark we like ate all of our snacks i was still hungry it was wild um do you so, bring snacks with you on the hike like do you oh, put them in your little pouch and like just snack yeah. like snacks so sitting snacks. there yeah what what's your favorite hiking snack mine's skittles if i'm if i'm on a climbing route i got skittles in my bag I guess I'm not going to choose something that's like a bunch of tiny little pieces that could just fall and or choke me to death as I'm like shoving them in my face. So I'm probably going to choose like a fucking cliff bar or just like something All that's right. going to like give me energy and like and be able to like munch it real fast. You know what? When I'm sitting next to you with my fucking Skittles, you're going to be like, damn, I wish I had the I will eat Skittles sitting next to you in a place that is going to be an appropriate skittle eating situation <laughs> that's it doesn't feel like dangling 800 feet in the air reaching back into my little back pocket 
Well, you do it when you're on the ledges. No, you find a ledge to eat. You got, you got time. You You sit down, you you scarf some Skittles. Yeah. Now my other one. Backpack or no? Oh, like a small backpack. Yeah. Like two liters, like enough to carry like two liters of water, like maybe a layer and snacks. Okay. No camelback. You're not, you're not putting like a bag of water. I I don't prefer to climb with like the bladder water because Mm -hmm. A lot of times in climbing, you might be going into like chimneys or like pressing your back against things oh, okay. um, and you could like puncture it and then yeah. you don't have water. That's so. Fair. So what do you use? You use like I a go nail water bottle? I go okay. two nail jeans because then if you okay. drop one, you got you got to keep them backed up. And then that way you can kind of split them between your pack to like weight properly. Nice. Okay, cool. But anyway, um, yeah, I got some Skittles and Uncrustables, which my oh, brother. Uncrustable. Great. Yeah. That's a my, good decision. My brother with the peanut allergy doesn't love the Uncrustables, <laughs> but that's regardless. You could just make I'll them a jelly, fine. a jelly donut, Uncrustable. They come pre-made. Whatever. I'm sorry. Agar. You can make it your own. I have I have a an Uncrustable maker. Yeah, but these come frozen, and then by the time you eat them, they're unfrozen. You can it's freeze perfect. them. You, put, you can freeze them. You can put them in a little cellophane Listen. wrap and throw them in your freezer. Maybe I'll, Greg- make, maybe I'll make Greg some uh Gregory some is not afraid of the climbing or the height so he needs a little adrenaline in him sometimes he, got, he needs the fear from something it needs to be the peanut butter <laughs> the deathly allergy peanut butter sure yeah that sounds good what a nice sister you are <laughs> anyway red rock is fucking gorgeous um he started putting work in in 2021 had some mishaps he actually had a, a hold break off and he fell like uh fell a little bit and sprained both of his wrists so then he kind of put it on standby early 2022 him and his wife had a baby um but then by the fall he decided that he was going to try again so he went for a push to complete the hurt in october 10th of 2022 and he did it so he started at 6 a.m and finished the next day at 2 208 p.m. Wow. So he started on tunnel vision and then he ended on epinephrine, which I've also climbed. Um, also actually had a miserable time on, was really excited about it. It's like this burly chimney climbing, and I was like just getting destroyed. I felt so tired. That's the worst I've ever yeah, felt. That you can say that you can do it. I mean, that you did it. That's really cool. Yeah. I mean, I bailed. We didn't finish it. <laughs> That's okay. Don't say that on the pod. You finished it and you're Ain't amazing. No, 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 no. No, see, I'm a climber. I got to be honest. No, okay. No, no. I did not All finish. Right. I did the okay. hard chimney pitches. Whatever. It is what it is. But it's a beautiful area. Um, So this is what I'm talking about. So this is a quote from after he finished it. He said, Hurt wound up being slightly smaller than I had dreamed it up, but it felt like a reasonable compromise in favor of safety. It certainly packs a whole lot of quintessential Red Rock experience into a single outing. So there was times that there was, I think there was one route that he kind of dropped out because he free soloed all of these peaks. So all of the climbing was and down climbing was solo. Mm -hmm. So essentially he started on one side of the range, was climbing up, hit the summit, would down climb, climb up, hit a summit, down climb. And that's how he hit every summit on the range. That's crazy. Um, So he linked together basically the entire range, which is that's wild. If you see it in real life, you're like, wow, that's pretty crazy yeah um but then just to be like eh, a little compromise for safety like he's like i was really tired i didn't want to solo that last route i was like 
but then he still sold epinephrine in his approach shoes. I was on epinephrine fighting for my fucking life. And this man just like, as are a lot of people. Yes. Did you just I get too. that? Did yes. you just get that? I that too have been on epinephrine fighting for my life. <laughs> you should say that to the patient the next time they're like not doing well. Listen. I too have been where you have been. I have been in your shoes, not exactly, but on a mountain. But pretty close yeah <laughs> on epinephrine fighting for my life that is wild and he like casually does it on 30 hours of being awake like in yeah. approach shoes whatever it's fine um so he did the link up he was like pretty psyched on that but there's another epic thing that he did hey let's hear it he him and tommy caldwell rode their bikes from estes park colorado all the way to alaska wow which is uh why 2,300 miles. Why? Why did he do that? Um, they were trying to raise awareness for um, conservation in the forest. I love that. That's a really yes. cool reason. Yeah. So they, they did like this whole thing and they were, I think it, it took them from June 28th to August 5th. Did it work? Is conservation this fixed? Year. And we're all yeah. good and there's global no problems? Done. And yeah. global warming is all kaput. Well, yeah, because yeah. they rode their bikes. So it's fine. Alex Honnold, what a dream boat. You know what? He... Uh, he he does try though he's he's a big uh conservation guy so starting in 2012 he started giving away a third of his income to um solar like solar projects worldwide okay. and that has now um transformed into what's the honald foundation so his um what's the word why can't i think of it right now tell me context clues not anthropology uh fuck uh, like when you give your money philanthropy yeah. is like philanthropy thing um so their mission is promoting solar energy um for a more equitable world so he actually has this like philanthropy foundation where he um helps like these small villages in like rural whatever countries um like install like the solar panels and the whole system so that they can I have like that. energy yeah that's awesome that's that's like i like to hear that is really nice when you hear people who i mean i i imagine he's not like a millionaire but you know billionaire or whatever like i mean i think he made a lot a lot of money from free solo from the movie from he's or done just from like, climbing i mean he's written books he's done all okay. these tours he's done a ted talk i mean i'm sure he's what made a decent amount of money yeah Okay, well then, never mind. He he should give his money away. Fuck him. I think like rich corporations pay him money to like be like, oh, this is like fear, uh. and then they're like, say that again. Say that whole <laughs> sentence again. Oh, this is like fear. Like what? what? Does that you even know what mean? I'm talking. No, you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm telling you. Like some fucking rich corporate douchebags. Like I'm doing a team building thing. Alex Honnold, can you come? talk to them and tell them like why fear has no basis in society and he's like whatever you're <laughs> dumb but yeah give me your money so i can make solar panels with it sure could you imagine if the place where we work brought in someone I like alex honnold <laughs> but but specifically and took took us to like a and alex honnold like, walks in and he goes you guys I i'm gonna teach you about fear i'm not ever fighting for my life <laughs> He walks into the ICU and he's I'm like, no sleep. I know what you are feeling right now to like <laughs> Grandma Geraldine, who is literally what fighting for her life. 
He would immediately. I also have been ICU delirium from not sleeping for 32 hours. (laughs) Geraldine, we are the same. (laughs) He like touches her hand then and like puts his energy and spirit. And then all of a sudden she doesn't need Epi anymore. Yeah. She's like, she's like, I'm fine. I can maintain my blood pressure on my own. Goodbye. (laughs) Look at me and my vascular system. What a dream. Put the whale, put the will away, Lucy. I'm back. I don't want that mahogany casket. I want a tequila. Take me to El Capitan. I'm free soloing, bitch. What do I have to lose? So I die, I die. Whatever. I almost did. On Epi, just like Alex. Take me to my best friend. And then it's like, and then it's Geraldine and Alex and it's kind of like three's company or something. And they like are skipping and like dancing and they're riding on like a a double bike. And there's like a whole TV show about like Alex and and Geraldine, the the unlikely friends. Yes. A hundred (laughs) percent all together. And the whole time she's kind of like complaining about her hips and he's like, Geraldine, we've talked about this before. Don't you remember the retreat I took you on about fear? And she's (laughs) like, like, don't you remember about fear? And then he wakes up. And then he wakes up and he's actually just in his van having a fucking fever dream because he like fell from El Capitan and all his bones are broken. And he's actually on epinephrine in the hospital. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did I take it too far? Did we go too far? He wakes up in El Cap Meadow like, what the fuck? As Geraldine's spirit is in the sky and she's like, that's what you get for your fucking trash uh, TED Talks. (laughs) Okay. Are we done talking about Alex Honnold yet or are we still talking? Um, Yeah, no. How much more do we have on him? I feel like we just ruined it all. That's all. (laughs) I feel like we need to redo the whole podcast. Like, what a great guy, right? Oh, no. And then he died. In in an incredibly uh, wild and nonsensical manner, because what? he went he he was getting paid. But you know what? You know what I'm going to say? That's to fucking clear, capitalism. I would have watched that movie. That yeah, was the same. <laughs> like same. we need to. Can we patent that? Patent? Call yeah. It. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> dibs. Copyright. That's ours. Copyright, <laughs> Band name. <dibs. laughs> Band name. I call it. Band name. I call it. Oh Alex Honnold's fever. Alex Honnold's fever dream. Alex Honnold's fever dream. A story by Tracy and Michelle. <laughs> and Geraldine. And Geraldine. And, and yeah, with with appearances by Geraldine. <laughs> Just the ghostwriter. Oh my god, that is so fucking funny. Um, yeah, well, hey, Alex Honnold sounds like a pretty cool dude. And I also like how much you know just in general about because of your kind of like love of climbing. Like I love that you um, – I mean all of that, you were looking – directly into my soul and into the camera like not for one second did it look like you were reading off of anything even if you were and I feel like that's just because you have the like full and true knowledge I do of I, had to, I had to pull up a couple stats I'm not gonna lie I had to pull up the stats of each thing but okay, so so let's get his stats though so he was born August 17th 1985 yeah how tall is he oh I don't know you gotta I... know these things we gotta get some stats on this guy no my stats are like elevation gain and stuff oh, okay well i'll look those up 
So can we? And just I'm going to post this? a couple thirst traps of him, and that's what we're going to say the episodes about. Oh please, <laughs> um, he is a babe. Well, we can't uh, we can't end the episode without it. He, is I, he a babe? Yes, hundred. Is he hundred? Is he? Or do you? You just look think- up a couple fucking photos of him. You I'm going me. to. I'm going to because yeah. is he a babe or does he have a really big nose? No, I think he's a babe. Let me see. I'm looking up right now. Yeah, Google that shit. His body's fine, right? Good job. Fine. His fingers, so strong. He's hangboarding every day. (sighs) (laughs) His eyes are gorgeous. His eyes are pretty. Okay, so I'm looking at a picture of him right now, and he's got like some tousled, like dark dark brown hair. Let me see. Yes, babe, come on. But he's got some... Do you ever think that he was called Dumbo as a kid? No. Actually, I think that's in Free Solo. I think- Is it really? Yes. Oh, I'm I not. I don't remember fun. that. Yeah. Thanks for bringing up childhood trauma. I thought I'm you so were so sorry, like- Alex. You do have some yeah. large ears. Listen, I have a fucking large nose and the cheeks of a chipmunk. So, um... <laughs> All I'm saying is... But the rest of his face is very nice. He does have a very nice face. He's got gorgeous eyes. Some decent eyebrows, honestly. Love the five o'clock shadow. Like, we love, you know, we love that. We see that he's a North Face king. Like, that's pretty cool. He's sponsored by North Face. That's why. Must be. And, you know, and then, like, some of these moves. Here's the thing. He goes on sick trips. He's, like, climbed in Greenland. Here's the thing I'm going to say, though, about about climbers. Uh Uh-huh. And this is nothing against skinny men. Okay. I just I need my lover's legs to be uh on par with mine. I need um, them to I need I can't have a man who has uh s- sinewy hamstrings. Oh, I'm okay with it. I a skinny boy? Ex- exactly. The skinny boy that you are looking at on that phone? Yes, 100. Is he your hall pass? Oh uh, yeah, for, certainly high on the list for sure. So, there's many hall passes. Let's talk Him about or, that. Him like Andy Samberg, maybe right? But I'm talking oh, Andy Samberg know? because he's like hilarious. Because he's funny. Yeah, yeah. Would Not you rather? Is that is that? Would you oh, rather? Sure. Yeah. Would you rather fuck Andy Samberg or Alex Honnold? Alex be honest. Honnold. Alex Honnold. Immediately. 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 Okay. Yeah. No, I. You didn't even need to finish. That's fine. Okay. But I feel um, like Andy Samberg's hilarious. Like I would want to marry Andy Samberg. Oh, you know, maybe we should do a fuck Mary Kill. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> um, oh, I already did mine. Yeah, you already did yours. I'll think of another one. Um. All right. Well, hey. No, that was really fun, and that was fun watching you like be so cool, like and interested in the topic, and like know I feel like. The beginning, I wasn't anticipating all your questions about like actual timing. So like it was like not really like a great explanation. So I'm sorry that it just came out like wild and no one understood what I was talking about. But um But that's also my fault. I just had a lot of questions and I was trying to make sense of it in my brain. And yeah. honestly, we're the people here who are on the video screen talking right now. So I learned a lot of things today. Oh, and I'm every question that. that you had. I was like, oh, that's a whole nother thing. I don't know. That's like, <laughs> It makes me feel ethics. good. I don't know. <laughs> it makes me feel good that I asked some good questions, though. Like, yeah. that is nice to know that, like, I'm not, like, you know, a dumb greeting. We could have a whole fucking pod just on gre- the grading systems. And there's the French grading system. That's just the Yosemite Decimal System. Wild, right? Yeah. All different wild. types of climbing. There's bouldering, trad, sport, wild, mountaineering, <laughs> shit, oh, alpinism. 
Oh my God. I mean, maybe talk about that. We'll talk about Conrad Anchor next time. I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Um, well, I didn't do uh good job. I'm clapping for you. Good job. Um, I didn't do uh, a topic this week. Um, Maggie was supposed to do one, but our sweet girl um, couldn't make it tonight. So I'm just going to find a few would you rathers that I think are fun. Um, And we'll do those. And then maybe fuck, Mary kill. We are. And then maybe we're going to do a fuck, Mary kill at the end. But I have to, I have to, I have to ruminate on who I'm going to fuck, Mary and kill and who I'm going to offer up to you on a platter. Um, Okay. Okay. While we're doing that, would you rather be itchy or sticky forever sticky sticky really yes but sticky everywhere don't care okay wait let me change it would you rather be itchy Mm -hmm. in one spot underneath your boob on your rib cage or sticky everywhere like in everything you touched was sticky I'm not going to lie. If I was itchy, I would itch myself until there was a hole in my body. I already itch my skin till I bleed. Do you really? Yeah. Like I, Rich goes, stop, you're going to bleed. And I'm like, I'm already bleeding. I don't know. Like I, (laughs) and I don't have long nails. Like I cut my nails all the time so that I can climb well. I will itch my skin until it is just. Sentence? I'm already bleeding. I'm already bleeding. I I can't I can't control myself. I truly can't. Okay. All right. Um like I would just have like a hole in my rib cage. I would just peel the skin away. Okay, would you rather live 100 Wait, years? You can answer. Oh, um probably itchy. But I mm. I love the feeling of scratching an itch. So like Yeah, but it's not going to go away. Yeah, but I'm going to I'm just going to like constantly go and then go away for a second and then like that's okay i also think just thinking that i also think that like i think that there that would maybe (laughs) this is an insane thought that would maybe maybe lead me to meditation a little bit more because i hear hear when you meditate you're able to like work through the itchiness and so maybe Mm -hmm. i'd become an incredible Mm -hmm. meditator i try to meditate and the thing that fucks me up every time is like fuck i just gotta itch and then i do it and then I'm not meditating anymore because I'm only thinking about the itching. And then my whole meditation is itching. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm still going to say itching. Um, okay. Would you rather have very, very tiny hands? I already do. Next. Oh, no. I'm talking like teeny tiny. Okay. Or very, very large feet. Hmm. Um, I think feet. I think large was, feet. Yeah, because I think that there's things You're that just flopping around with like fucking seventeen size seventeen feet. Well, because I think that there's things that you do with your hands that would be hindered in your life that would be more annoying. Um, like holding stuff. Yeah, but you could just stick your tiny little hand in like a coffee cup and just pick it up and like the whole hand is just supporting it. But is it like strong enough? Yeah, it's still got normal strength. Hmm. Well, maybe tiny hands then, because I could hold on to any climbing hold then. Maybe it'd make me a great climber. Yeah, maybe you're maybe And I could think like hand jam all finger cracks. 
Yeah, yeah, you could change the name from finger cracks to hand, hand cracks. jam. Yes, hand jam. And hand jam. Band name I call it, man. Fuck, that's a good one. <laughs> it's got to be a band name. Stop it. Um, all right, let me see if I can find some fuck Mary kills. Um Okay. We're going to do ladies first, okay? All right. Okay. And these are all in the in their prime. Not right now, but just in their prime. Okay. Okay. Um, fuck Mary Kill. Uh, Jennifer Aniston. Okay. From Friends. Meryl Streep. Uh huh. Emily Blunt. What? Who's that? Uh, John Krasinski's wife. Oh, uh, let me look. Okay. Um. Oh, I don't like Emily Blunt. Okay. Uh, kill her killing her um i don't know like about meryl streep's personality oh she's the fucking best she's the but best I human on the I planet have to marry her because uh like while jennifer aniston's hot i don't know if i could she's got to read more books <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's got to read a few more books actually i think jennifer aniston's like relatively smart but um... i so i'm just thinking of her character on friends and i'm like no that's sure. not something i could deal with forever sure totally fair like the, um, the floaty blonde vibe that she of her character on there. I'm like, yes. nah. Yes. I think I'm doing you. I think I'm doing that too. I think I'm I'm fucking Aniston. I'm yeah. killing Emily. No, I, God, I don't know. Emily Blunt is actually so sweet. She did just um have some weird like fat phobic comment resurface from like 13 years ago, but I don't know that I care about that. Um I think I think I'm I'm definitely marrying Meryl Streep. I love her. Have you also ever seen a picture of Meryl Streep when she was like in her twenties? Babe. No, but she's also like, I feel like she still looks good even like now. Oh yeah. She's a fucking babe. Like, she's like, even when she's in her freaking sixties looking hot. Yes. A hundred percent. Um, so I think, I think I'm marrying her. I think I'm, I think actually, I think I'm killing Jennifer Aniston and I think I'm fucking Emily Blunt. Really? Yeah, that's my that's my route. That's I what feel I'm like Jennifer. Nah, I think Jennifer Aniston's hotter. All right. So yeah, so you're you're fucking her. Yeah. All right. Um. All right. I'm um, not like I don't usually like blondes either. You didn't give me like I feel like the the picture I looked at of Emily Blunt. She okay. Was blonde. You ready? Okay. Here's another one. Sorry, it's yeah. ladies again because I'm looking up I'm looking up trios. Um. <laughs> all right. Fuck Mary Kill. Emma Watson. Hermione. Come on, stop giving me what's wrong with her emma watson i don't know these people okay, okay. fine no gross next gross yeah she's, she's got like Hermione. a she looks like a little mouse okay anna kendrick too small <laughs> anna kendrick Ugh, no they all look the same they're both or emma they're stone all niece. okay emma stone's the best which which was the one? anna kendrick anna kendrick emma watson or emma stone Anna, Ken Ugh, Anna Kendrick's fucking annoying. I mm. you gotta choose. All right, I'm gonna marry. Um, I'm marrying Emma. Emma. Emma Stone. I'm marrying Emma Stone because she seems to be the most tolerable. Yeah, she's a babe. Um, I like her in what's the movie about LA? Um, the musical La La Land. I love that movie. Yeah. So yeah, she's. I like her. I find Andrew Ken Anna Kendrick quite annoying, um, but she's hot. 
So I'd fuck her. And I don't know. I don't think I don't, don't see know. myself having sex with Hermione. I don't know. I just don't see it. I don't see it for me. Honestly, I kind of want to marry all of them. That would be a that would be ideal if I could marry all of them. But if I can't, then I'm probably I'm I don't prob- think I feel like you're not picking people in my range. Well, who's in your range? I don't know. These are like Okay. I don't know. Uh, are you a Mark Ruffalo fan? Let me. I don't know people's names. Oh my God, Berkey, what is happening? Oh, he's fine. No. All right, then never mind. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that one. Who do you know? I don't know people. You know, you're like, you're like. No, go one more. Come on, go one more. <laughs> um. Okay. I think he's dumb. Uh. That's okay. Okay, fuck Mary Kill, Benedict Cumberbatch. Who is that? You have to know who he is. Look him up. Benedict? Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't even know how to spell that. See? Okay. <laughs> you got it. All right. Um, okay. What was he in? Uh, lots of things. He's a very good actor. Oh, I can't Sherlock, think one off the top of my head. Doctor Strange. Okay, I haven't watched any of these movies. Sure. Next. Okay, but we're just going right next. Off. It's fine. <laughs> Idris Elba. Who? Idris Elba? Honestly, if you don't know who Idris Elba is, then I'm hanging up the phone call. No, please. Don't, because I don't know. Tell me what he's in. (laughs) How do you spell his name? I-D-R-I-S. I-D-R-I-S. Space. Oh, okay. I got it. Okay, what's he in? He's fine. He's okay, he's a babe. All right, okay. all right, all right, all right, all right. Or Ryan Gosling. Oh, I'm gonna marry Ryan Gosling, obviously. Okay, he's a babe. I love him. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck Idris. Yes, he's a babe. Yes, I'm, I don't even remember the other dude. I already said I was gonna kill him. He's <laughs> dead. He's you been did. dead. You he's immediately dead. killed him. You didn't I was like, no, no, I could have said, okay, okay, all right, ready? Okay. Yeah. Okay, this is gonna be a nightmare. Okay. You ready? I I, I just want one where I know all three people. (laughs) Okay. Hold on. Like Seth Rogen. Can we get a Seth Rogen in here? Fuck Mary Kill. Are you ready? Ugh. Donald Trump. Ugh. Mitch McConnell. (laughs) Ted Cruz. Fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Okay. Wait, maybe we shouldn't say this because they're political people, and this is like not a, oh, yeah. like <laughs> not we're gonna we're cutting. I'm cutting. I'm cutting. Yeah, we we respect I'm them all. I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry um, Donald Trump just for the money. Okay, fair. And then fair. like I probably don't have to fuck him because I'll just be like, oh yeah, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I have a headache. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> Sorry, I'm on my period. That's crazy. Um, for, you've been on your period for. Four years. Yeah. yeah I downloaded this app called the it's Stardust app and it crazy. tells me that I'm on my period for four years. All the time. And then you just like take screenshots of it and you just show them a screenshot. Yeah. Um, 100%. Okay, wait. Okay. I'm Fuck getting Mary, I'm getting rid of Mitch McConnell because he's the most evil. Well, um, he's also almost dead. So like honestly, that's fine. You're just doing him a favor. Well, then I'm gonna get rid of Ted Cruz because then I'm saving more. But he's like he's like not smart enough to do anything, so I'm like not too worried about it. That's true. Okay, I'm gonna give you three that you know. And I became a lesbian, so I didn't fuck any of them. There you go. <laughs> this will be and this will be the last one, and then we're gonna call it. That a night. was hard. I know. Okay. Um, fuck Mary Kill. Seth hope- Rogan. Seth Rogen. Okay. 
Jonah Hill. Oh. Or you're not gonna like James Franco. Ooh, that's too many problematic men. I know it's well. Seth Rogen's not problematic. I'm marrying Seth Rogen. I'm for marrying sure. Seth Rogen for sure. Mm-hmm. Jonah I'm, Hill and James Franco. I gotta fuck James Franco. I hate I to gotta, say it. I gotta I do it. Well, J- Jonah Hill. I know he I can mean, be problematic, but like he's still he's a babe. Ugh. Is he a babe or is he a fucking creep? But I like. I mean, everybody's kind of conditioned you to think that he's a babe. I I think he's like to me a. Tr- Theoretically, if you didn't know anything about him and you just saw a photo of him, I think he's theoretically attractive to me. Okay. All right. Fair. Like, not based on, like, personality. All right. Well, I'm probably going to kill Jonah Hill, so sorry. Yeah, sucks to suck. Yeah. Sorry, Jonah. Yeah. I think not sure funny. if we're going to keep this in. I feel very scared saying out loud, <laughs> fuck, we're going to kill this person. So we'll see if we cut some of this. But um, um, <laughs> that was, we should have uh, said get rid of whatever. I don't, doesn't everybody play this game? I don't know. Maybe not. Not yeah, in 2023. Is it, now we're is the problematic fine? ones. I know. Now now we're getting canceled. But we're, um, I'm going to marry Seth Rogen. He seems like a doll. Also, like, have you seen what he does lately? He's like an artist. He, he just makes an artist. ceramics all the time. He just yes. smokes weed and makes fucking ceramics. Yeah, he's adorable. And I want to um, buy his stuff, but like it cost $1,000. Oh, yeah. Me. No, that's crazy. I actually saw this lady. Um, I'm going to send it to you. It's really cool. She's a potter. Uh, her name is escaping me at the current moment. Maybe Kelly something. Um, but I'll look it up. And um, she's got some of the most incredible um pottery that i've ever seen she like creates pottery that are that are that are made of like chains like it's Ooh. chain potter and it's like movable and chain potter what the fuck was that word um, i don't know but i was like yeah. cool i'm into I know, it you you were into it um yeah but it's, it's really really cool in downtown oak park where you can throw your own clay and do your own pottery and then you glaze it and they have classes so i was going to actually mention to you that we should do cool. that we should do that i would do that that'd be awesome yeah make some pottery. Right. well hey this was a fun pod um it was uh sad until, that until our... it got degenerated de- until it degenerated into uh murder but yeah, we don't yeah. actually mean that. no we don't actually mean that this is all theoretical just and just a joke and there's absolutely <laughs> nothing realistic about anything that we said we do not have murder on the mind Except for marrying alex honald i was yeah i was would... serious about that 100 percent serious sorry <laughs> to your husband but Hi, Rich. he must know that um oh yeah <laughs> well he'd be like i get it <laughs> We, um, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Deep Derailments Pod. And if you have any, um, would you rather's or I guess fuck Mary Kills or fuck Mary Get Rid of, um, send yeah. them on, send send them on them, over. Send us fuck Mary Get Rid of, but um, make it people I know. Yeah, try to know Michelle's brain and who <laughs> she knows or not. Um, you can send that to us at Deep Derailments Pod at gmail.com. And, you know, if you like our podcast and you're enjoying it, please hit that review, subscribe, rate all the things, give us five stars and leave us a little comment. We would love to um, show up in more places and get out there a little bit. So I guess until next time, Michelle, go deep. Get drilled. All right. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.